Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This week's episode is a little bit different because I had the opportunity to be featured as a guest on the Art of Joy podcast. Before you dip out and decide not to listen to this one, I want to give you a little bit of a backstory on why this particular episode has been so monumental and so important for me to share with you guys as my listeners. Many of you know that I am always one for quick tips, actionable strategies, having episodes that are short enough to kind of get you through the day and get you hitting the ground running. That has always been something that has been really important to me from the get-go, but to sit down and have an at-length conversation is not something that I've always been great at, mainly because I tend to write off some of this stuff. I tend to write off the origin story. I tend to write off the why behind everything. And I'm learning, especially in this type of environment, the conversations like this can be just so healing and so transformative for people that might be feeling the same way that I did. So to be on this episode meant a lot to me. It, it forced me to open up in new ways that I usually am not comfortable with. And it allowed me the space to really share some stuff that I feel like many of you could really align with and resonate with. So Ashley and Teresa, your podcast, thank you so much for having me on. This episode that you're going to be listening to is very much a clipped version. I wanted to make sure I was honing in on the parts that you as my audience would really find beneficial. But I'd love to encourage you to listen to the full episode, especially if you're wanting a little bit more of the nuances and kind of the in-depth conversation. I highly recommend you go check that episode out on their podcast as well, as well as just listen to their other episodes, because there are no two people that I respect more in this field. And I just cannot thank them enough for being willing to hold that space for me. So without further ado, let's get into it. You've landed on the Business Conservatory Podcast. This is a transparency-driven podcast helping you understand your unlimited earning potential. If you're ready to crush it with your business, let's go. Jumping from like doing this photography business and then you said you have started how many businesses now? Three or four? Four? Yes. That's so incredible. I'm, I'm Thank you so much. It, it's rounded out pretty nice. And many people have kind of been like, well, wait, so you started one business and then you abandoned that business and went to the next business. And then you start. And that's actually to be like even more clear on that. These are all companies that I'm actively still running and owning in a way that like I like the idea of being able to kind of be expansive. You had mentioned about like having different interests and things that you've really loved being in. And I, I genuinely find all of them really still deeply fulfilling. And so for many people out there that are maybe even considering, okay, well, maybe if I do have a business, can I be an expansive individual where I can entertain multiple beautiful aspects of myself and have them as businesses? You know, I also want to be very open and encouraging of those people as well. Um, business can serve you in an expansive way uh, when set up correctly and effectively. And that's the thing that I think is really hard for a lot of people who have an idea or they want to make something and turn it into a business. It's hard to really, because there's, I feel like when you look at a full business, there's a lot of steps it takes to create like a full legit business and it can feel yeah. so intimidating. And you made that comment, like, I don't think people realize how easy it can be. And 
that's how, when you said that, that's how I know you're doing what you're supposed to be doing because it comes easy for you. And I think that's when you know you're on the right track. It's like this, this is easy for me, this part of it, but there's other parts that might not be. And so you're kind of bringing it all together for people and doing the things that maybe feel harder for them to, to do, to build their business to what they want it to be. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. For all the ways that like, I could say it's easy. You're a hundred percent, right? Like I'm speaking to a lot of people that I'm seeing their struggle of like, well, I want to be able to do this and I want to be able to fulfill this creative need of mine. But like this one thing is really hard for me to wrap my head around, or I'm having a hard time visualizing what it could look like. And so being able to have something that comes easy to me and articulate it in a way that, you know, can really reach people on their level has been so deeply fulfilling for me because for all the ways that like it has felt easy, I also very much can relate to those times in business where like, man, I didn't know where my next dollar was coming from. And I I didn't know what the months ahead looked like. And it felt deeply scary. And so for all the ways that I'm like, yeah, it's it's easy. I do also very much want to encourage and invite people to share the things that maybe they're struggling with and and maybe even consider having a conversation with someone they look up to that has been in their shoes. It can be so deeply healing. I love that. What would you say to someone who wants to take this next step in building their business, maybe having somebody step in to help them, but they don't feel like they can afford it or they have, you know, the means to really bring on someone onto their team. What do you say to people who are kind of in that situation? Yeah. And so there's a few kind of steps overall in the breakdown that I really look for when I'm talking to a company that maybe is is looking to kind of hit their goals or get to a place where maybe they could have the support system that they really need. And the first thing that like I really like looking at when considering that is I first like looking at, okay, what is this business owner or multiple business owners zones of genius and what are not their zones of genius? And I think that it can be really easy as someone who's a business owner that has a particular zone of genius. It can be really easy to get overwhelmed when you're not in that space. And so the first thing that I like to really suss out is these things that you're struggling with. Are there something that you're able to pick up and and maybe use a software to help meet some of those needs? And I'll give you an example. I had a business owner recently who they didn't quite have the capacity to hire someone on, but they were really like, interested in hitting their goals and wanting to make the type of money they want to make. And when we pulled back the curtain and really looked at it, we realized that there was a software that they could integrate, Dubsado, um, which is a, it's, it's a software that can help business owners navigate their customer relations. And I I realized that when I kind of looked into this, I was like, Hey, you know, just so you know, have, have you considered like exploring this option for you? And they're like, Oh my gosh, no. So the first thing that I would do is I would look at a, what's the thing that like I'm really needing help with? And is there a program or a software out there designed to specifically help with this? Because, you know, if you're looking to hire someone on or bring someone on in that capacity, it can be really pricey and it can be really expensive, but there are so many 
even in many cases, free tools um, that you can use that can solve all of those pain points or most of those pain points in a way that won't kind of hit your bottom line. And so the first thing that I would look at is explore what are the free or low cost options that do the thing that you're needing the most help with. And that's, that's the first place that I would start with that. And then, you know, once that, once you've kind of integrated and really like looked at, okay, well, I've applied this and I've seen it help me in this way. If you're at a point where you're realizing I'm needing additional help beyond this. And right now I am maxed out. Then what we really do is we look at, you know, is there a way that we can make everything so streamlined and so easy that we don't need this person full-time or even part-time? Maybe we only need them for an hour or two. And so we slowly start trickling in having that help come in without it feeling like just the most giant investment possible, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. I wanted to ask you too, like if if somebody's out there, you know, wanting to start something, how important do you think social media is for marketing and how important are the numbers, like the followers? That is a really good question. It's super interesting. And I know everyone is on all aspects of the fence with this. Most of us have a love-hate relationship with social media. Either we love it or we hate it or somewhere in between. And I'll say that it's really easy for business owners to, once they get started or once they're like, hey, I've heard I'm supposed to be doing social media. It's easy to kind of think of it as a task on your to-do list rather than a way for people to connect with you and to love what you're all about. And so when starting a business and when you're considering including something like social media, I do think it's very important, but I I don't think people maybe are always thinking about it in terms of here's how I can have my business be seen in a way that feels deeply aligned with my core values. It's like, oh, well, I hear as a business owner, I'm supposed to be doing this. And oh my gosh, it's just kind of weighing on me. So I think it's important, but I also think it's something to be embraced in a way that's like, you know, back in the day before Facebook or before Instagram, you know, when I was first starting my business, like 12 years ago, it was like, if you wanted to be seen, you had to print out promo cards and hand them out to people, which I felt like was probably a little bit more um, invasive on their privacy than posting a video and having people decide if they want to watch it or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, it, which, you know, for love it or hate it, I think that not only is it super important, but I think it's something that can, that has the capacity to be deeply fulfilling when approached in the right way. And the second question that you had was, you know, how important are followers? I would say that I don't think that follower count is a reflection of your success. And you guys will probably notice if you look at my Instagram objectively compared to other business owners, I would be in the realm of like small potatoes. I would say that, you know, for a lot of business owners that have the tens of thousands, I think I maybe have like a thousand at best, um, which I want to just say that like, I know even getting to that place for many people can feel daunting, but I have noticed that there's no correlation between business cash flow and the success your business can have. 
and how many followers you have. You can have a completely full books, completely booked out without having a large following. But I will say that if you're wanting that kind of instant respect and that instant kind of like trust without spending a whole lot of time talking to people, those numbers can be helpful in building trust quicker. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. I feel like Instagram is or social media in general is just a really great way and also free way to market yeah. your company and your business and to get your your name out there and it's such a cool it's a such a cool thing that business owners have these days that they can use these platforms but so cool. Definitely not like I you definitely don't need to have like hundreds of thousands of followers to be successful. I think your brand is separate from your Instagram and it's you know, the Instagram is there to support, not to just be like the full, the full yeah. shebang. But I think that's important for people to know, because I think that, you know, maybe a young mom that wants to try something new might feel overwhelmed or intimidated that how would I ever, if if they think that that's the way, because it feels like to me that, that sometimes that's the way to make it successful. Right. And so if they know that that is that is just a support role, not the main thing, then then you don't need to be discouraged by that. You can still do whatever your passion is. I love the way that you both brilliantly frame things from the vantage point, you know, of someone who, you know, is really excited about exploring this opportunity, but like also might be held back or limited with feelings of overwhelm. I realize that in many of these cases of the business owners that come to me, they're very much busy with being a mom or they're very much busy with tackling this, that, and the other. And for all of those out there that are listening that are just like, you know, I've, I've really wanted to do this for myself or I've really wanted to pursue this creative outlet for myself, but maybe can't conceivably think of how to make that happen. The, the beautiful challenge that I would love to extend to you is what could be possible for you if you were able to allow yourself the privilege of going into it without hesitation and without limits. And that might seem like an overly simplistic way of viewing it because those feelings of overwhelm are very real and they're very valid and I never want to discredit anything. I also want to give a warm invitation of just like at some point, those feelings of overwhelm can only have so much power over us before we decide, you know, like if for no other reason than I simply just deserve this for myself, that's enough. And I hope that in this episode, I do hope that there are some people that are like, you know what, like I am going to give myself the permission to do this. It is going to feel freeing for me. It's going to feel liberating. And what could be possible for you if it went right? I love that you bring that up because it's so true. Like that some of these limiting beliefs we have around ourselves and what we have the ability to do, especially, you know, if you're a mom or you have other things going on and you can dream up something, but taking the, the steps to get there can feel so overwhelming because you're seeing the big picture, but, you know, zooming in on like, what's just the next thing I can do to help support this and build this is, you know, a lot easier because I've I've been there and and I would say that I I dip into that place 
all the time where all of a sudden everything, like I see everything at once that I want to do. And I'm like, yeah, crippled and overwhelmed. And I'm like, wait, 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 I got to rewind, just focus on the next thing. Because truly, like, nothing will, you know, you can't tackle every single thing. And so just recognizing like, what are those unconscious things that you're telling yourself and identifying those and then kind of moving past those things or just, you know, like, I love what you said, like having a conversation with someone who has been in those shoes or has a business, just being able to like talk about it with somebody else is also so helpful. Yeah. And I'm curious, Ellie, what obstacles did you bump up against? I mean, especially in becoming such a successful photographer, how did you like what walls hit you? And how did you overcome those things? Because I think when you're starting a business, and you hit those walls, it's easy to just be Mm -hmm. like, Oh, this isn't working, I'm not going to continue forward. So how do you keep how did you still move forward as it was growing? And what obstacles did you have to overcome? Yeah, you know, and I I appreciate you asking that because a lot of what I realized was that a business can be a mirror for some of the things that are recurring themes in our lives, which I'll say it this way. I, for all the ways that, you know, I come into these businesses and, and I'm able to give like a clear roadmap and help people learn these things, learning is deeply hard for me. And it's something that I remember being in school and feeling like always like I was the dumbest kid in the room. I was always like staying back after class and very much like having the teachers recognize that I wasn't grasping concepts. And I would always try my best, but school never really was something that I was good at. And it was something where I I felt stupid very often. And so when I started my business, I realized very quickly, oh, this is holding up a big fat mirror <laughs> to like the things that like I personally felt like were were things that I kind of just shoved away. And so for all of you listening, you know, and maybe some of you own your business, maybe you're in a family business, or maybe it's something that you're considering, please know that as you're doing this, it's very common and it's very normal to have something personal like that come up in a business space, you know, it's easy to feel like they're kind of separate or very different. But I found that every walk of life was very personal for me. So when I um, was, I would say probably about my sixth year into my photography business, I had hit a plateau where I wasn't getting the leads that I wanted. And I, I had kind of hit this point where I was like, if I don't make, you know, X amount of money, then I won't be able to stay full time, I'll have to get another job. And boy, did I feel like super lame and just like felt like I was letting myself down. And so in that moment, I was feeling like those feelings of stupidity were kind of triggering me a little bit in terms of like, well, I should have figured this out, but I'm, I'm, I must not be smart enough to figure out what to do. Maybe I should just like put my resume into a couple places and just kind of like accept that that's the reality for me. And I had had, um, I'd watched someone online. I think it was YouTube that it was like a gym business or something. They had started Facebook ads. And this was, I, I would probably say like 2016, 2017. And I had not heard of people using Facebook ads for anything, at least not in photography. And so I was like, okay, I saw that this worked for this gym business and I haven't seen anything out there 
where people could do this for photography. How about this? I gave myself an ultimatum. I was like, I know that I tend to not grasp things, but I'm willing to try. And if I could just be willing to try and give give it my all for a week, you know, then at that point I can reevaluate and say, okay, like I'm going to kind of move forward from there. And so I went ahead and I committed for the week of just like trying different things out. And I was like, okay, like, I think I get this. I was doubting myself the entire time. And then I went ahead and published an ad and I was like, okay, this is my, this is my YOLO moment, my Hail Mary. If I, if this doesn't work, I'm going to just have to quit. And that one ad ended up booking me $24,000 worth of business in that week. And I was just floored because the whole time I was like, you can't do this. You couldn't figure this out. Like you might as well go back to working a nine to five. And that moment for me was like, maybe you can, maybe you should be open to trying more when those feelings arise. Mm. And so I had that kind of breakthrough moment for me where not only was that able to fix my lead gen, but that one thing that I was very afraid of facing ended up starting my entire second business. And so knowing that I'm boiling down whatever I'm facing to, okay, well, this might be feeling like a lot for me. This might be overwhelming. This might be scary for me. And for all the reasons, excuse me, for all the reasons that my, what I'm experiencing is very valid. Okay. But can I boil it down to, am I at least willing to give it a shot? And the answer was always yes for me. And so for anyone that's experiencing something that feels scary or feels overwhelming or feels like this, I would advise them to kind of while they're in that moment of like very deeply struggling and very much experiencing that mentally take a step back and say, okay, am I willing to try? And that's where we can be at most times. And that's what it meant for me. Well, I'm just really curious. It sounds to me like, Ellie, that you have really self-taught yourself a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and it stems from this curiosity. Okay, well, I might be on the verge of this not working anymore. I might need to do a resume, but I saw this thing. So I'm curious. And if I could yeah. learn it and apply it, maybe it would work. So what the heck? I mean, did you just get online and how, I mean, how do you, how do you figure out a Facebook yeah. ad in the, in, was it that one YouTube video? Was it, I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like self-taught and, and even photography. I mean, did you have to study that? Did you just kind of figure it out? I'm really curious about that. That's a great question. Um, I really love the point that you made about curiosity because I, I always talk about curiosity and kind of its role into how this shapes who we are as business owners, because those feelings exist. And those feelings, arguably, no matter what level you're at, one of the business owners I follow, her name's Layla Hermosi. She always says that like, even as like a $10 million business owner, she, or is that how much she made? I can't remember. She said, even at the level that she's at, she still has those doubts, those feelings, those overwhelms. And I always talk about how curiosity is just like a beautiful way of, and a beautiful thing of embracing really in terms of a response of addressing those major themes that we experience. But um, to answer your question about that, that video that I'd watched on YouTube did not walk me through what everything meant. It was more, he was just referencing that that what he used was what he used to make the money that he made. 
And so I was like, okay. So I went on my Facebook profile and I saw that there, you know, most of us, when we go on Facebook, if you have a business page, it can kind of, there's like a little link that you can click on that says like Facebook ads. So I clicked on it and I was like, oh, how does this work? And so I wasn't taught and I wasn't guided and I wasn't directed. And that, that was a very scary place to be in knowing that I, you know, in theory was more likely to fail doing this because I didn't really even have someone helping me or walking me through it. But I was willing to entertain the possibility that if we at least try, we'll have a better shot than navigating the reality of of what feels very real at the time. You know, I could have accepted that. Well, if you look at this, you know, the statistics, Ellie, you definitely don't understand things very well. If I leaned on that, I probably would have just psyched myself out. But like you said, like curiosity did, in fact, get get me at least open enough to be like, okay, well, let's let's see what this means. And sometimes for all of you listening out there, like between you and me, like I'm still not opposed at all to just if something if I don't understand what something means, I'm just going to Google it. Like it's yeah. that's happened still on a regular basis for me where, you know, I, I still don't understand what words mean sometimes, but I'm, I'm willing to at least ask for it. And to answer your question about the photography, after I decided to make the switch, I did end up getting my degree in photography. So thankfully with that, I did have help pursuing that and what those things meant. But in this case, I, I self-taught. See, so I love that. So, you know, you knew what you followed a passion because you had this curiosity about, huh, I'm in Costco, I see a camera. I wonder if I could do professional portraiture. And that's how it starts, right? And then it turns into all the different ways because you know how to do that. But I love, we've talked about this before, how so much of solving life's problems boils down to the questions Mm -hmm. that you're asking. And how big are the questions that you're asking? Because questions lead to answers no matter what. So if you're asking bad questions, you're going to get bad answers. But if you, if you ask really thoughtful, deeper questions, like if you can really, and, and I think that the beginning of a good question is a curiosity. Exactly. And I, I really love that, you know, in this space, I, I find that in the business space specifically too, it can be really hard to, give in to those curiosities and those those different things and kind of almost like shame ourselves in a way for like being interested in multiple things and wanting to pursue things i mean even just how you guys were saying it you know like it can feel like it changes every three to five days or three to five months and like the focus seems to shift and i love what i love about you two the most is you've never closed a door or an opportunity to explore the things that like wildly like set your heart ablaze and it's it's very clear and very evident that you are able to translate that kind of curiosity and that ability to like kind of explore what that looks like for you and and allow it to have a meaningful impact in people's lives and for all the ways that you were like so kind to me i have to say that like the impact that you both have just giving yourselves permission to exist in that beautiful space of creativity does so much and makes such a big impact. So thank you for all of the work that you do. And thank you for just being so open to sharing just those impulses that you both have. And I, and I hope you explore them each and every time they're each one of them are meaningful. Thank you, Ellie. That means a lot. You know, you're the way that you've kind of helped stepped into our world and helped us and been an inspiration, like, 
It's been one of those relationships that you're like, oh, I feel like that was divine. Like I needed her to come in and kind of help. And like, it was just meant to be. 